Good afternoon. And we're live. Oh, now we're live. Okay. (laughs) Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 277 of the Co-op Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Rich Miller Jr. Today I'm joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary? It's going good. Good to be back for another week. I'm tired as hell because I tried to stay up and watch the Game Awards last night, and then I had to work in the morning. Um, and the Game Awards finished at like damn near 5 a.m. for me. So like I was like in and out of sleep while it was happening. And then, you know, I had to wake up like early in the morning for work. So, uh, yeah, it, it was I'm, I'm just I'm tired. I'm running on coffee right now, basically. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm here and I'm ready to to talk about the Game Awards and other things. Yeah, well, I, I just have to admire, I have to say, Gary, I admire your dedication because we know the only reason you stayed up late was to see if Overwatch was going to win some awards. So I have to commend you for that uh, dedication. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed that my favorite esports player, Jonak, didn't win like the esports <laughs> playoff thing. Oh, no, I think we already knew who was going to win that award, though. Yeah. And... Tonight, today we are also joined by Mr. Edward Velasquez. How's it going, Ed? The VGAs was fantastic, man. Xbox, you know, they 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 won, man. Uh oh. Well, yeah. Oh, they did. We, 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 we definitely yeah, we, we we'll get into that. Forza, Forza beat out uh, Gran Turismo. I mean, of course, but <laughs> Gran Turismo was wasn't even wasn't even. That's my point. That's my point. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, no, yeah. But on the real, um, did y'all see Phil Spencer and Sean? The war's over, man. Oh yeah, we we that's our main topic. We're gonna get to that. Uh, that, that war, that war is not well. We'll see about that. It, it ain't over, man. It's a truce. <laughs> Sony has finally admitted defeat. Oh whoa oh oh. Yeah, okay. We're definitely going to get into that. So uh, before we talk about the Game Awards and all these other topics, we're going to let you all know what we have been playing. So, Ed, how about you go first and let us know what you've been playing? Man, I've just been trying to finish Red Dead, man. Uh, We were just discussing it off air, but like... Yeah, Red Dead it has it does feel long right now to me. It's like, man, I kind of want to beat it already. But the upside to that, uh, as I was telling Gary, is that I actually care about what's happening to Arthur right now in the game, and I'm near the end. So if anybody's playing it, y'all know what's going on. So like, yeah, man, like I care about the characters, but I kind of want to wrap it up too. And it seems like the story is getting to that point. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard I've heard nothing but uh, positive things, and of course, as I saw last night, uh, Red Dead won several awards. So I would like to hope that I can get to it sooner or later, but uh, I don't know when that's going to be. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, next week or something like that. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, man. I mean, I understand because it is hard to you know, dive into this game, like, you can't play it for, like, 30 minutes. You have to, like, sit with it mm-hmm. for, like, at least two hours minimum daily, and that adds up, especially with a game like that. It's so huge. That's true. So, so ha- have you had a chance to try out Red Dead Online, though? 
Uh, I did. I had about like two play se- play sessions with it, um, with a friend, and it seemed cool. Like, yeah, we did run into like maybe two disconnections, but other than that, it was cool. But um, I don't know. It's like it is for me. It's just also hard to play an online game because you know there's a lot of games to play, and mm. like. It's just not in me no more to play an online game for a long time, unless it's Halo because I'm a competitive person, so I like to play that. Um, but like Red Dead Online and GTA Online, I'm pretty sure they're good, but I just don't spend my time online that much nowadays. I thought that was the whole appeal of Xbox. Wait, hello. You still there? I, I thought Their it was game, me. Kind of like you do uh, Overwatch. Oh, you you just cut out like for a while. I said kind of like, kind of like how you play Overwatch. Oh well, like. In you know, in like uh, small chunks and stuff. Mhm. Okay. Yeah, you can't, you can't, yeah, but you, you gotta put some time in Red Dead, as you said. I noticed that when I did start to play it. Yeah, I had yeah. to. You, you start playing, and it, I was later. Like, damn, where, where did where, where did the time go? So it takes <laughs> exactly. a lot of time. No, I, I totally understand that, but I gotta get back into that sooner or later. We'll, we'll see. So, uh, how about you, Gary? What have What have you been playing this week besides Overwatch? <laughs> uh, so I've been playing Overwatch, and um, I I did also continue with Red Dead because I didn't get to play it all last week. So this week, you know, I kind of uh, picked it back up. I installed the update and everything, and um, yeah, I've just been trying to beat the story like Ed. Uh, me and Ed are kind of almost at the same like part of the game. Um, like he's probably like a couple missions ahead of me or something. Um, so we're near enough. Like we're we're in the last chapter of the game. We're right near the end. Um, and yeah, I just kind of want to finish it already so I can try Spider Man next. Um, and but yeah, it's 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 a phenomenal game. Um, probably my game of the year so far. From what I've played this year, uh, which hasn't been much, like I, you know, I, I have to say I haven't played a lot of those games that are in consideration for game of the year. Um, I played God of War, and um, I played this, and I think that's it, pretty much, for games that came out this year. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm going to play Spider-Man next. So yeah, um, great game. Um, and like the story is actually good and the, the game has kept me engaged all throughout whereas I got bored of the, the first Red Dead Redemption so yeah um, kudos to Rockstar and they definitely did deserve a lot of those awards that they won yesterday so that's what I'll say about Red Dead so I just want to ask a quick question before I go on to the games that I've played so if if you if someone had to make a choice between finishing out the year playing God of War or Red Dead Redemption Two, what game would you say that they should finish first? Um, yeah, I would say Red Dead. I mean, 
you know both games are, are are good like god of war like i know people think i like i hate the game or something like it's good it it does have like really good qualities about it but there were just certain elements that i personally was disappointed by so you know um i would edge red dead and i would recommend that people play red dead but you know it it's different to it every person because some people might not like westerns and they might prefer you know the the whole father son dynamic of of god of war and they might like that more so it just depends on the individual i guess okay all right sounds good i like cool. everything you said right now <laughs> well that that's the first right there yeah yeah it definitely is <laughs> all right so as for what i've been playing i'm, I'm, I'm gonna be a little brief uh I've been dabbling in a lot of different things. Uh, first and foremost, I did get a chance to start playing Mutant Year Zero, uh, Road to Eden. Uh, this is the XCOM stylized game. It does have some stealth elements in it, and it is a strategy game. Uh, I have to say, uh, this is good. this is a really really good game so far. Um, I mean, I am going to do a review for it, uh, but if I was to give it a review right now, I would probably would give it like within 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 the 80s because it's a great game. It does have some technical issues, you know, a couple of things with the sound, like you know, the sound cuts out in certain parts within the game, and then there are some glitches, some slowdown stuff that 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 do take place as you're playing the game from a performance standpoint. But overall. Uh, if you are an XCOM fan, this is a game you absolutely positively need to play like ASAP. Uh, it is on Game Pass right now, so if you have Game Pass, download it for free. Uh, it's definitely worth playing. Um, the story essentially is about, you know, some mutants that are they're, they're pretty much in search of. They have to they have to navigate through an apocalyptic setting, in search of this this place called uh, Eden, which is supposed to be like a promised place where they do have a lot of other people that are, you know, where all the people escape to be free. It's it's a little bit of a, the story is, a, is, a, is pretty much really, really involved, but it is based on a popular uh, series, pen and paper series uh, from back in, from, from a while ago. So what I can say is the characters they do have in the game, they do have a duck named Ducks. They do have a pig or a boar named Borman. And there is also a Fox character that they introduced recently that I haven't come across yet. But um, yeah, basically anim anamorphic characters talking and basically shooting, just like XCOM, but it's just the, it's just those animals as the, you know pretty much in the starring role. And I think they did an excellent job. Uh, the story, they don't really re reveal too much about the characters' backstories. So that's why I think this is this does feel as though they have a plan to make more games in the series, uh, because yeah, it, it's really light on story in terms of the backstory and certain elements. But I, I have to say, it is a solid start, and I'm very curious to see what they do with this series moving forward. Um, so once again, if you are an XCOM fan, I definitely would check it out. And if you have Game Pass, you absolutely have no excuse not to check it out because you don't have to pay anything directly to the to the devs you know if you're paying game pass then yeah there you go you have access to this game right now so definitely check it out um and stay tuned for my review which will be up sometime within the next couple of days 
Um, but yeah, excellent game. We'll see what happens with that series moving forward. Uh, I've also spent a little bit of time today playing the Devil May Cry 5 demo, which is currently exclusive to Xbox for the time being. Now, I don't know when this is coming to PlayStation 4, for those that are curious. I guess they'll announce that at a later time. But I have to say, as someone who is not really a Devil May Cry fan, nor have I ever been into the series, I enjoyed the hell out of that demo. So, um, very curious. Very, very curious to check out the game further now. And, of course, the demo is just like, I don't really know at what stage it takes place in the actual campaign. Um... But there is a boss that you do face at the end of that. One of those huge monster bosses. Uh, the name is Goliath. Uh, it's it's great. The combat is great. Uh, it looks fantastic on the Xbox One. I'm pretty sure it'll look good on other consoles, but it looks it performs excellent on the Xbox One X. So I can see why Microsoft wanted to snatch up that demo first. So I have to give them kudos for that. But um. I definitely would say it is worth checking out. If you're a fan of Devil May Cry, you definitely definitely should check this out because it doesn't cost anything. It's a free demo. So, yeah. When does that game come out? Uh, I believe it's coming out March 5th. I think is the is the official date. Um, All right. It's coming out soon, though, like in a couple of months. So, but yeah. The demo is definitely worth checking out, so um, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would definitely encourage that. Um, and I think that pretty much covers what I have been playing. I've only really started to play Just Cause Four, so I don't really have too much to say on that game right now. Um, but yeah, I will definitely talk about that more extensively on the next show because by then I will have spent a ton more time with it. But uh, yeah. Pretty much a great time to be playing games. A lot of great stuff out there, so definitely make sure you check some of this stuff out. So uh, that covers what we have been playing for this week. Let's go ahead and let's jump into the topics. And the very first topic is easily, I think, a topic that I know Gary couldn't wait to get to. Because it's uh, his favorite game of 2018, Fallout 76. Nah, not my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we have to talk about Fallout. You know, like I said, um, I said on this show in the past that when I played the beta on Xbox One, I I enjoyed the beta, but since then I've seen that the game has gotten just absolutely trashed by everybody because of the the, the promises that were made. And I, and as I said before on on this this show, I do think that Bethesda made the mistake of not being very clear about what this game was, even though I, in my opinion, thought they were clear about what it was. It wasn't clear to everybody about what it was because many thought that this was Fallout 5 and not Fallout, uh, not a Fallout online game. So because of those expectations uh, that Bethesda has put out there, they are the ones that raised the bar to get people's attention on this and wasn't really too clear about what it was. This is why now it got the bad feedback that it, it has received. But now there are some other things going on with this game that happened this week um, that further just shows how bad this whole experience was. So one of the issues in particular was the false advertising of the collector's edition in which people were supposed to receive a certain type of bag. And instead they received 
I guess you could say, Gary, a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you have all the details in front of you. Um, but yeah, that that was one issue that we have to basically talk about. And then, of course, the one that was, I think, what happened like within the last day or so, where there were now security breaches for the people who reported this incident to Bethesda support. Uh, and all of their information is now out there, you know, email addresses, phone numbers, etc. So this has not been a good a good week for Bethesda, a good couple of weeks for Bethesda. So I'm going to go to you first, Gary. Uh, what are your thoughts on this particular situation? Do you think that Bethesda can recover from something like this long term? Or yeah. are they just forever going to have this as something that people remember? Bethesda are looking shaky, baby. Um <laughs> No, I, I don't think they like this. This is a very bad PR moment for Bethesda, um, and like, cause it, especially the way they're dealing with everything, it just makes them look worse. Because with that, um, with the bag that they were selling in the the collector's edition, um, so basically somebody reached out to them on Twitter, like an unhappy fan or whatever, uh, someone who bought it, and um, they basically said to them that that uh the graphic that they showed of the collector's edition like the collector items and everything which was just the prototype and that it was unrealistic for them to produce a bag like that because it would cost too much so like why are you like that doesn't happen with any other collector's edition that we've seen before like it's it's never a prototype you're showing us what we can buy and that's supposed to be the whole point of that promo graphic like you're showing us what we we're gonna be getting, um. So that just makes them look even worse. You know the way they're they're handling with uh you know the the uh, response to the customers and everything. And then these customers, you know, they get the option to go on the site and request refunds, and their data gets exposed to everyone. You know, and that's even worse. So it's like you like customers of Fallout seventy six just can't win. You know, they get a bad game. Uh, if you bought if you bought the collector's edition, you're getting robbed basically because one of the items isn't what was advertised. And you know if you're trying to return it and get your money back, your data is getting stolen. So it's like this never-ending cycle of you know um, just poor service from from Bethesda. Um, and this makes them look very bad. But the sad part about it is that they can easily bounce back. Like when the next game comes out people were still going to hype it, people were still going to buy it, like, because that's just capitalism, like, that's what happens, so um, when Elder Scrolls comes out, or the uh, the what's the, uh, the space game again? I forget. Starfield? Starfield, yeah, when that comes out, like, people were going to hype those games the same way they would usually, and, you know, Bethesda will just, they'll, they'll be back to how they were, like, it would just be back to regular business, um, so, you know, people will forget this. Um, and it seems like, you know, once a year, there's always a company that has a bad PR run. You know, last year was obviously EA. This year, it's Bethesda. So who's it going to be next year? Is it going to be Ubisoft, Activision? You know, um, <laughs> I mean, that you know, that's just the way it is. Like one one company is always going to mess up every year on something. So... Well, well, I, I I agree with that. One, one point I want to I want to make real quick, uh, based on everything you said about Bethesda, 
the other issue with Bethesda is that when people started to complain about Fallout 76, oh, it, gonna... it took them forever to respond to the complaints. Uh, and they acknowledged that when they released the statement that they they, 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 they apologized. It took them a while because they figured, I guess, I don't know what they what they were thinking with that whole situation, but uh, they definitely should have responded to that sooner when people started questioning what the game was and then why it doesn't feel like the servers are, are, are working. There's a lot of glitches and this multiplayer on game, but when I go, go online, it's I'm not able to play with play, play with with any of my friends. So, yeah, they took them a while to respond. You know, you know, you can't do that because that reminds me similar of what happened with No Man's Sky when people got that game and they wasn't happy, and then it took them these guys forever to get back to people. So, um, yeah, but Bethesda is an unfortunate situation with um them in regards to what happened with Fallout 76, but I will say this, all of the games that their other studios are working on, they won't have any issues. Like Doom, you know, that, that'll be fine. The next Wolfenstein game, that'll be fine, because those games are not made directly by Bethesda. It's made by other developers and it's published by Bethesda. So the Bethesda Game Studios, the titles, this one in particular, this is the stuff that I think people will be uh, watching closely now moving forward. And, um, yeah, Todd Howard wasn't at the award show. I did see people making jokes, asking where he was at last night. Uh, but that's okay. He will be back. You know, Bethesda, they have their show next year. I'm pretty sure he'll be there. So we'll see. But, uh, Ed, what do you think about this situation? As someone who uh, has already said openly, Fallout 76 is trash. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't even have to play it to know it's trash. Like... <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't fooled by it, man. Because Bethesda, like, they have a good track record so far, but, you know, they kind of try to pull fast one on people with this one. And I wasn't buying. Like, this game looked shaky from the beginning. Um, So they deserve this L. Like, for real? They kind of deserve it. So hopefully they can step it up with Elder Scrolls next. Because it does look a little weird that the you know the head studio is the one making the lesser games yeah because yeah. like games like doom and like rage and like the other stuff that's uh, made by yeah made by other studios and stuff you know wolfenstein and all that stuff like those are good and you know they have a consistent level of quality but but there's the games are just falling off like completely right. Hey, well, you know what we know what their model is. We, we we can't we can't all have winners, so they have to take this L and um, bounce back strong. But but as as you both said, they have other studios that will be able to fill in. I mean, I know that they had that that trailer for Rage two last night, uh, and you know obviously everybody's talking about Rage. Yeah, I didn't play the first Rage, but I will check out Rage two. So um, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens with them moving forward, but I don't really have uh, too many harsh criticisms uh, about uh, the other titles. We'll just see what they do to repair this. And, of course, they did say they are going to be doing other updates to Fallout 76 because, you know, it is an ongoing game. They'll be supporting it, but we'll just see if people are going to stick around because I think uh, it's le it, le it has left a very bad first impression, so I don't really know if that's going to make a difference now. 
Yeah, and uh, one more thing I wanted to add on to this topic as well. Um, yeah. So remember a while ago, there was the news that came out that this game would not uh, come out on Steam on PC and that it would only be sold through Bethesda's own client. So yeah. people are speculating that the reason they did that is because they knew this game was going to be trash and that people were going to be unhappy. And, you know, Steam has a refund system. So they didn't want to deal with all those refunds. So they oh. they 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 intentionally didn't put it on Steam because of that reason. So if that's well, true, that makes them look even even worse because they knew that this game was gonna have a bad response, and they didn't try to at least fix it or push it back or anything. So yeah. Well, I, I think I think that's a very interesting theory because. You know, I will give a shout out to Mr. Anthony Nash. He reviewed the game for us and it was on PC. So we did request a code we had to get directly from Bethesda for the PC version. So um, I find, I think that's very interesting theory. It, it makes it makes a lot of sense. But uh, I, 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 I would have to hope that they wasn't going into this trying to, uh, you know, pull a fast one in, in on the fans. But when you see what happened with the bad controversy and all this other stuff, it, it's hard to really overlook all of that. So it's it's not a good uh, time for Bethesda. Um, hopefully they can recover. You know, I, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with the Fallout series after this. You know, they decide to do Fallout, Fallout 5 in the future, whether or not that's going to be well-received. Um, see, and then, that's, course, that's where... That's where, like, I'm sad about the most, I guess, with this situation, is that it happened with Fallout, and, like, like it makes me think, like, man, Fallout is really a cool game, but y'all fucked up with this one. I hope that doesn't mean I don't get any more Fallout ever, you know? Well, yeah, you know, and, and just to piggyback off of that, I, I, um, I don't really think that that's a, 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 a bad thought either, because... My thought is because of what happened with this incident, you know, it might it might not just be the fact that you have to worry about fallout, but they, they may start to scale back a little bit on some of the stuff that they have been doing. Like if they decide not to have the show next year at E3 as a result yeah. of, of this, I, I definitely could see that happen. Do make a Fallout Five, man. It's gonna be a long time from now. Oh yeah. I think they want to like erase Fallout like out of our minds for a while after this one. Oh yeah. So, so, so similar to what happened with uh, Mass Effect Andromeda and how EA said, "Yeah, we're not going to be coming back to that series for a minute." Um. That 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 yeah. They, they, it, it definitely gonna be a while before you see another Fallout. Uh, but um, yeah, because now all the focus is on Starfield, uh, which is going to definitely be coming before um, Elder Scrolls. But um, I don't know, man. They they have a lot that they got to work on. They get, and they better not mess up Elder Scrolls because I know Gary will not be happy if uh, that series is is uh, encounter some issues in the future either. So that's a bit messed up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the way it's going, I, I kind of don't even care about Bethesda at this point. Like, 
I mean, I I oh. still I still love Fallout, and you know, like I I liked Fallout Four, like I liked it a lot. Um, and I want them to be good. I want the next Elder Scrolls to be good, but I you know I kind of lost a lot of trust for them, so it's like whatever for me, like you know. Yeah. Like when those games come out, I'm just gonna wait and see what the reception is. Like I'm not gonna buy them, you know, blindly. I'm just gonna wait and see what the response is from the general audience and then if it's good then I'll buy them and then I'll enjoy them. But I'm uh, wait. I'm gonna wait for the Dreamcast version of Skyrim to play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, man. Oh yeah. So we'll see what happens with um Bethesda and Fallout. But uh definitely feel free to let us know what your thoughts are on the situation in the comment section. Um, now let's move on to whoa, the whoa, next. Whoa. What's that? So before we get to you know the 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 main well one of the main topics that we're gonna you know get through which includes a lot of tidbits, uh, there was one thing I wanted to address before we get to that, and because uh, you know earlier this week, Richard Bailey Jr. he told me that he pre-ordered the Soldier game console. Um, <laughs> So I, I wanted to know what's up with this. What's up with this Soldier Boy console, man? Like uh, that's your boy from Atlanta, right? Uh, no, 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 no. The hell he is not. Um, I, I you know, I, I, I did see the. I, I did, I did hear about this console. I thought that was a joke. I saw there were some sites that actually reported on this. Also, you know, Polygon, a couple of the other sites. So, um. I don't I don't know what to what 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 to make of that. You know, Soldier Boy, the last time I saw him was at E3 and it was actually during what was it Gears Judgment? I think it was Gears Judgment. They had a multiplayer demo that I participated in and he was on the other team. Um that's the last time I saw this guy and he hasn't had a hit since then. So um maybe he thought this was going to be successful. I I I just don't get it. But uh for those that might not know the story, Gary, why don't you tell them exactly what it is that he actually uh, announced this week? Yeah, so so basically, you know, everyone knows that uh, a lot of knockoff game systems are sold. Um, you know, they, they, they're manufactured in China and they get, you know, sold worldwide. You can buy them on Alibaba and AliExpress and sites like that. Um, so there's these different uh, bootleg game systems that claim to have like thousands of games or like 500 games pre-built into them a lot of them are basically roms of old classic snes games and things like that some of the games are even knockoffs themselves um so yeah like basically it seems like soldier boy uh teamed up with one of these chinese manufacturers to drop ship his own version of their bootleg system that plays you know all these like uh built in pre pre uh preloaded you know old roms and stuff like that like bootleg games and stuff so yeah he's he's gotten into the con console manufacturing space you know um and we you know he he might even end up at e3 at this point who knows um but yeah he he's selling knockoffs now and uh, it's you know like you said, Rich. A lot of big news outlets reported on this, and I even saw uh, Review Tech USA 
they ordered one of them and they're going to review it. So that's going to be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> But, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. That that is funny. Yeah, and like it's funny because like there's different uh, ones as well. Like there's the handheld version, and then there's like the main console version that you plug into your TV. And Soldier Boy was like, I, I think he sent out a tweet saying um, he cried when he like got the system because he was happy with it or something like that. Like so, he legit thinks that he's doing something major in gaming. Um, and I, I'm just waiting for some sort of lawsuit or something, because surely he can't go selling all these bootleg games, like, and everyone's okay with it. Like, right now, it's funny, everyone's laughing at him, but what happens when these big companies, you know, get on his case for, for, for like, promoting this? Um, but yeah, I, I just found that very hilarious, uh, especially the product descriptions, they were hilarious too. Um, like it says the, the, uh, you know, how it lists like the materials and, you know, what the, the specs and all that stuff, uh, under material, it said soldier game. So <laughs> basically like it's made from soldier game material. Like it's, it's hilarious. Um, I, I recommend everyone go check out the product <laughs> page for that. Cause it's funny. Sounds hilarious. So, so Ed, Ed, are you planning to pick up one of those uh, consoles? Yeah, man, I'm going to get one for review copy. Um, I'll tell you this, though. It's better than the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. What, 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 hold on. The question I have is, what, what games would you be able to play on this console? Uh, I, th- I think I saw, like, you can play, like, Street Fighter and, um, like, Street Fighter 2 and a lot, basically a lot of the old school classics from the SNES, NES, uh, Genesis, like, oh, um, okay. It, it actually claims to play stuff from, like, every console, basically, like, PS4, PS3, Xbox, and all that stuff, but I think some of that information is wrong and false, <laughs> like, so... I don't know. Yeah I, yeah, I doubt that. I, I doubt that. But you know what? I, I, I do I do wish him well on that. And just for those that 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 that, that missed the joke earlier, no, I, I did not pre order that console. I, I, I will make better decisions with my money than to pre order that console. So no, that's the that's a thumbs down. <laughs> but uh so, so any, any any final thoughts on this console before we move on to the next topic? Well, I mean, you know, there, there's a free slot at E3 because Sony dropped out. So, you know, Soldier Boy, you know, he can he can do it. No, oh, no, man. He, well, he, well, listen, he, he'll definitely be there. You know, we know that much because he was at the last one that we was at. Um, but uh, in, in terms of renting out space, I'm pretty sure someone else is going to occupy a lot of that space that uh, Sony will not be using. Because um, whatever he got to show, it ain't going to take up that much space. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the next uh, meaty topic of news. As I mentioned, as we mentioned at the top, at the beginning of the show, the uh, Game Awards were last night. Um I believe that most of us watched it in its entirety. I actually watched the stream with the Throwdown crew, so I want to give a shout-out to them. They made it a much more entertaining experience than if I would have just watched it by myself. Uh, So, yeah, that was fun. 
but we have to talk about some of the news that happened at this event. And I'm pretty sure, Gary, that you have a, a list of all of the things that, that went down. But before we get into the nitty gritty of, of all the lists of what of what went down, I want to just get you guys' reactions as to what do you think was the biggest... First, let's go with the reveals before we get into the awards stuff. Which reveal do you think absolutely stole the show last night? Um, and I'm going to go to you first, uh, Gary. Damn. Uh, that Uh-oh. is uh, that's hard. That's a hard choice. Um, let me tell you. Well, well, yeah, well, go, yeah. Go ahead. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say maybe more more combat, but yeah, yeah, that Come was on, that was man, definitely that a trailer big deal. was phenomenal. Then we had my boy Twenty One Savage. Man, I'm telling you, man, another victory for the Lils. <laughs> uh, a lot of people didn't like uh, Twenty One Savage in there. I I don't even like Twenty One Savage, but I thought it was okay personally. Anyone who didn't like Twenty One Savage on that song, um. Is probably over thirty, and they're like old as fuck. <laughs> like I, like I said, I'm not a fan of Twenty One, but I think the song went with with the, uh, you know, it, I, I like, I, I think I more so liked the beat, but the rapping was okay. It kind of went with what it is, you know. So, I mean, I ain't got any problems with it. We don't get a lot of uh, hip hop representation in these games. Right, so. you gotta take your wins, man. Like, yeah, what y'all yeah. want? Y'all want fucking Cool Mo D on a Mortal Kombat song? <laughs> no, Grandmaster Flash? I want Jada Kiss, man. Jada Kiss. Yeah, they, yeah, the last time I heard a Jada Kiss song was in the, that uh, their fighting game. What is it? True, true, not True Crime. The other one, they, Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, mm. they had that saying, that, that song, we, we were driving around in the car, uh, Kiss the Game Goodbye. Kiss of Death, that's it. That's the song. Oh, yeah, if Jada Kiss was going to do a song for a game, it should be like Fallout 76. They both trash. <laughs> Yo, don't, don't disrespect the legend, man. Alright, my bad. Shout out to Styles P, though. But, no, um, Wu-Tang would have went good with, with the fighting games, too. Oh, oh yeah, Wu-Tang. Yeah, because yeah. they got a Shaolin and all that. Yeah. But Liu Kang wasn't in the trailer, so, you know. Yeah, That's like twenty one had a Liu Kang bar and he wasn't even in it. <laughs> but yeah, that That's that cool. trailer was fire though. Like, I I think it was dope, and I I even liked how they set it up, like with Ed Boon um yep. calling out the award, and then it went straight into the video, and the scorpion spear went through the screen and stuff like that. That was dope how they set that, how they set that one up. Oh yeah, it's phenomenal. Not just because of the because of the teaser. But even the bookend, because it started with the spear and then it ended with the spear. So, yeah, that's an excellent trailer. Hands down, the most impressive trailer I saw last night. Um, but, yeah, so that, that that's Ed's pick. So, so Gary, do you need more time or, or do you want me to go next? Uh, I mean, now that I think about it, I, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'll go with that because... Everything else, like there were certain things I had issues with, so I'll go with more combat. Agree with me. All right, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to hear. We're, we're, we're going to get into your your issues next. But um, as for the trailer that I enjoyed the most, yeah, yeah, I think we, we are all we are unanimously on the same page. 
I, I know there's a couple other things that I saw, which we're going to get into. But hands down, Mortal Kombat was the one. And it did not disappoint. Um, yes, we knew about it. We heard that there was this thing was going to get revealed. And I, I feel it has lived up to the expectations. Now I just have questions about the story, the direction. And I did find out that um, they are going to have some uh, a custom character vari variable system in this game. I don't really know what that means yet, but basically there's going to be some customization options. So I'm curious to see how they implemented this into the game, whether it's anything like how they tried to do stuff with Injustice 2, which it possibly is, but maybe an evolution of that. But um, I, yeah, the, hands down, that was to me was the, the highlight of the show. And plenty of other things happened, but that's the thing I take away as, yeah, that, that was what I enjoyed the most in terms of reveals. So now I'm going to go to you first, Gary. Let's talk. Let's talk about some of the show, some of the issues you had with the show that you mentioned. Uh, and this can be whether it is the game reveals or the actual awards themselves. So, the floor is now yours. Okay. Um. So I mean, do you want me to talk specifically about the the announcements or the the trailers? I mean, the uh, the awards first. Okay. Well, let's let's do the announcements first. The reveals, rather. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do that first. Just run down them. Like. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. just run down. So, uh, Dragon Age. I'll, I'll get to that because you know that was like the topic last week, and we, you know, um, I was looking for that. Um, so, Dragon Age. They didn't really like give us too much to work with there, but my guess is that they're they're going with Solus slash Flemeth being like the main antagonist. Um, so for those who, who don't, you know, understand, um, at the end of Inquisition, uh, one of the, the elf characters that was on your team gets completely consumed by this witch called Flemeth, who's been in all of the games pretty much. Um, and yeah, now like he's just this powerful being and I guess he's going to become like the main antagonist. So my guess is that, you know, the game is going to focus on that. Uh, that that game's been out for a long time. Like everyone's, yeah, everyone's <laughs> had the chance to play it right now. Um, but yeah, so they didn't really give us much to go on. So I mean, there's not really much I can say. But I just hope that they don't mess this up. Like that's my main thing. Uh, don't give us an Andromeda for for Dragon Age. You know, that's <laughs> that's basically my thing. You know, if if they maintain the quality of the games, um. I mean, I would love to see them go back to the Origins style of, of Dragon Age, but I don't think they're going to do that. But if they at least go back to Inquisition and, you know, it it could be okay. You know, it could be decent, but we'll see. We we need to see more. Um, I'm, I'm hearing that we might not see it for like three years or something. So I guess... So, so... Go ahead. Uh, no, sorry, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I just want to ask a quick question. So do you think... Now, given that Anthem is coming out in February, and obviously that is the focal point because they actually have a demo that's going on this weekend um, that people are able to play for those that registered. But given that Anthem is coming out, do you think it was wise for them to even show anything for Dragon Age? Or should they just have just saved that until E3 later this year? Yeah, I think they should have waited until they could have shown a lot more because, like... 
we, there's really nothing for us to even say about it at this point. Right? Yeah, so, I mean, this is like when, you know, when they show concept images of games and shit like that, like, because there's not, <laughs> yeah, there's much, not much, there's not much of a discussion you can have. Like, it's just, okay, whatever. We know it's coming now. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So, can, yeah. Can, can carry on, good sir. So, yeah, I mean, um, I guess it's safe to say this is a next-gen game because um, the, uh, yeah, the estimate time is, is three years. So, um, yeah, I guess this is next-gen. So, it's whatever. I'll, I'll, look out, I'll, I'll look out for it, you know, when the next console generation comes by. Um, for everything else, so Anthem, it didn't get me any more hyped for it at all, even though they've, you know, kind of shown <laughs> some story. Um, but, you know, I'll just see what happens when that game comes out, I guess. Um, now I want to talk about Obsidian and their game. Uh, what was it called? The Outer, uh, Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds. Now I have to say this game basically looks like a new Fallout. Like it looks like, (laughs) you know, their, their version of Fallout basically. That's what it looks like to me. Um, and it looks like more of a comedic satire type of Fallout game. Um, so that's how it comes across to me. It's like Fallout, Borderlands. The real, the real comparison is Borderlands. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like those two mixed together. Like, you know, Borderlands, Fallout. But mostly yeah. Borderlands because even when you shoot people, the number pops up. And it has four players. And, and yeah. But, yeah, but you know, the... like, and that, to me, that game looked really good. Like, it really caught my attention. Um, and, like, people have been asking for a Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. Like, I have. I've been waiting on it. But you know what? Like, kudos to Obsidian. Like, yeah, they're, like, in the same lane, I guess. Damn, dog. They're in the same lane, but, you know, like, they're feeding the hunger that you're you know that you can't provide they're feeding the food that you can't provide you know i gotta get my borderlands fixed somewhere so the outer worlds is gonna get it yeah i mean you know if you if you like that lane then this game is definitely for you (laughs) um and yeah i mean i'll I'll look out for it too like i i I was i'm i like the style of it but the reason i say fallout is because like they are they were like the original fallout guys and then you know they did new vegas as well um so i think they're taking a lot of that experience working with fallout and you know they're just making something new and they're taking inspiration from borderlands as well with it so um, so so so, so, you know just uh real quick to piggyback off of what, what you both just said so because you said this game reminds you of Borderlands, do you think that if Borderlands 3, when it eventually gets announced, do you think that they would release it the exact same year as this game? Or they may say, you know what, let's wait a little longer before we release this game so that it's it's not competing against that. Uh, I don't even know if Borderlands 3 is being made, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely is. Uh, because... Um, at GDC, they had a behind-closed-doors demo of basically a tech demo showing what they were doing for that game. 
so it, it is definitely in the, in development. I don't know why they haven't announced it yet. I guess they're going to wait for uh, the right Wait, time. Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, because they said the, the the next Borderlands, the, what they're working on, they they have they have said that before, but they haven't really announced it. But it, they they have alluded to the fact that that's what they're working on. So I guess whenever they announce it, but I guess it's not coming anytime soon, since they haven't announced it yet. Um, so I don't know. You know, I I think it's a safe safer bet for them to just wait for the next generation. So like, because I, I think we're gonna get a new generation announcement in 2019. So they yeah. might as well just announce it after that, like, and then you know have it come out with the new generation, because then you know that will get people hyped as well. So I agree. That's a good. That's a good thought. We'll see. <laughs> But yeah, um, as for everything else, I mean, I wasn't too impressed with everything else, to be honest. Um, uh, uh, Joker from Persona 5 being in Smash Brothers, that's that's cool. But, you know, it's not going to make me buy Smash Brothers. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, or, whoa. Or Switch. So. Whoa. Ouch. That, that was harsh. That was harsh. <laughs> No, but it's you know it's cool. It's a cool yeah. thing to see that the persona I, persona brand is spreading. I like you that. know. I I I just I just want to say that was one announcement that no one saw coming. So I have to give Nintendo props for that one because of all of the stuff that people were speculating with the rumors. No one, absolutely no one, said that that was uh, something that they would ever seem seem possible. So that's good for Nintendo. Um, but you know. For those that care about Smash Brothers, definitely something that they'll be interested in. Yeah, uh, I will say that Dead or, De- uh, Dead or Alive looks good. Um, well, so. hold on, Dead, 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 Dead or Alive. Yeah, the, I mean Devil May Cry. Sorry, my bad. Oh, I'm about to say, yeah, Devil May Cry. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that game looks good, but like all those games look good though. Um, all the Devil May Cry games look good, but you know it's. This is good. Is is this actually exclusive? No, it's not. It's going to be on everything. Uh, but the, the okay. demo, the demo is exclusive right now on Xbox. So, okay, people can play that right right this minute. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's a good snatch for uh, Microsoft to get that demo because uh, this game looks really good. So, um, but yeah, as for the announcements, that's like my take on things. Um, I didn't really care too much about the other things. I'm sorry if that, you know, upsets other people. But yeah, um, as for the the winners and stuff, uh, it was cool to see you know Rockstar getting some love, you know, and winning a lot of stuff. Um, I knew when when they won the first award, I knew that they wasn't going to win Game of the Year at that point. Um, <laughs> and when they kept when they kept winning, that certified it it for me like i knew at that point they wasn't going to win the game of the year award um but you know they they did deserve a lot of those uh categories that they did win so kudos to them um i saw uh overwatch overwatch won best esports right um i believe it did yeah yeah so yeah. so that was cool I, I definitely agree with that choice uh, my favorite e- 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 esports player didn't win, um, and 
I have uh, I have more to say about like who won, but I don't want to go there. So um... oh 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I just feel like the guy was oversharing stuff that like didn't matter. So well 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 in my honest opinion, he was sharing stuff that I think everybody who already knew who has been following him and seeing uh all the stuff that he's been doing. I think I think that was obvious. A lot of that was obvious. But yeah, it's a lot of information. But you know. Gary, you probably shouldn't share too much because you know we don't want to get in trouble. Like your boy Kevin Hart got in trouble with the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, so. I'm you know I, I, I'm not even saying like I'm not even saying nothing wrong or that you know I don't like certain things. I'm just saying. Like, oh no, was, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I just think but, he was like he went too far with the speech. Like he because he he was getting to something touching and then he kind of switched it up and went to something else. And I was like why are you doing this? Like, you should have just stayed what you were talking about before. Well, like, well you know, that, 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 that I, I, agree, I agree with that, and I, and I will add that there was a lot of people who, was, who had long speeches that was unnecessary. Um, they, they, it's like they, you know, I understand the excitement being in the moment. I won an award. So this is, a, this is an overwhelming feeling, but they have to give these people some type of time limit up on that stage. Like in the real Oscars. Cause it's just like it's he, yeah he didn't need to drag things on too long like he did so I understand that a hundred percent yeah yeah but um uh, getting to uh, everything else I mean like I, I to be honest I don't care about a lot of like the who wins certain awards and stuff because the way it's set up that show is like it's designed to give everybody something you know or the, the only thing I'm surprised about is Spider Man didn't really win much. So, did it even win an award? No, it, it, it didn't win anything. Okay, um, yeah. And that, that, I was going to say something about that. I'll have some stuff to say after you about some stuff in the show. All right, I'll, I'll let you talk about that then. But I was surprised about that. Um, but yeah, let, let me just get to the Game of the Year award and what, you know, my thoughts <laughs> on that. Because I, I predicted that God of War is probably going to win just because that game did get a lot of hype. And you know it won now personally i don't agree that that is the game of the year because <laughs> um, although it does wonderful things it's definitely a standout game this year but i was let down by a lot of the things in the story and by a lot of the things that the game promised you know so there were certain things i was let down by and also i think that game was basically oscar bait you know like you know how you have Oscar bait movies, like Sony has produced a lot of Oscar bait games this generation, in my opinion. Ever since the first Last of Us, they've been going uh -oh. for that that Oscar bait style. So, uh oh. So that, that's well. that's my thoughts on that. Um, I I think Red Dead should have won. Um, I mean, I haven't played Spider Man, so my my opinion probably doesn't matter too much because I haven't played Spider Man. I haven't played Assassin's Creed. I haven't played Celeste. Um, so, and, well, I played Monster Hunter well, but I don't think that should have won either. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think Red Dead should have won. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't be mad. You know, this is what the, the people decided. So, fair enough. Um, and, yeah, that's my review of the Game Awards, basically. Okay, so but before I, I go on to my thoughts, uh, how about you, Ed? Do you have any thoughts on the Game Awards, the, the reveals, or the uh, the the who, who actually won the awards? 
just as far as the reveals, one thing that I did like uh, was all those games that had a release date ready to show, you know, like Mortal Kombat, they gave us a release date. Mm-hmm. Um, like Outer Worlds, yeah, they made that short announcement, but there's a 15-minute gameplay demo online. And I think, like, the fact that they're announcing stuff and they're not doing it so vague, like Dragon Age, like, I feel like that announcement's whack compared to, like, actually showing us something. Yeah. Or giving us a date. And I got to give kudos to that. I agree. Well, hey, it's a part. Maybe some of that stuff will be on the uh, kind of funny stream that, uh, their little award thing they're having. Not the award, the game shows you that, that they're having. Yeah, I don't know. But as far as the awards, um, I felt like it went like how I thought. Like, maybe God of War is the better, like, game. Like, it's funner to play. And and I feel like Red Dead is might be the more engaging game, the more, like, technical, you know, technically better like you know like as far as world building and all that stuff but yeah so i don't have a problem with who won or anything like that i just know that next year xbox is gonna take everything (laughs) Uh, we'll we'll see about that yeah we'll see about that indeed so so uh a few things i want to say about the okay the game awards so yeah the, the reveals I agree that there wasn't really too many that caught my attention. I did find it interesting that Hello Games has a new game that they showed. And um, I'm hoping that that game does well because obviously... Wait, what is revealed... the new game? What, like, which one is it? Um, I'm not looking the... at a list right now, but it's, it's a game that... I think it's that... The Lost Campfire, isn't it? That's it. Yes, that's it. That's okay. it. Uh, a lot of people are saying it reminds them of Journey in some in some respects. Um, I haven't played Journey, so I don't really know about that. But, it, I mean, the game looks good graphically. Um, I just hope that uh, it delivers on the promise of whatever it is that it actually is supposed to be. Unlike a No Man's Sky, where you try to find the center of Earth and you can't find it. So I hope that um, it that, that, is, is, that this actually delivers on that promise. Because I want the studio to be successful. Um, but... Uh, We'll see what happens with that game. Um, I agree with what Ed had to say about... I like the fact that some of the stuff had release dates. With Mortal Kombat, that's excellent. And the fact that they have a community event also next month. They laid they, they, they really had this play, planned and laid out perfectly. So I have to give them props for that. Um, and it's also funny because I went and looked back when Mortal Kombat X came out. That also came out in April. So they have been they've been thinking about this stuff. So I have to give them props for thinking through all the whole process. Um, in terms of other reveals, uh, I will say Nintendo, to me, honestly, Nintendo is the one that had the most stuff to show at this event. For the Persona thing, like I said, I'm not, I haven't played Persona 5. I understand how popular it was and it is to a lot of people. So that's a great pickup for Nintendo. But also the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 thing, coming to Nintendo as a Switch exclusive, I think, well, yeah, that's great for people who have a Switch. You know, they have more reasons to want to own the system. And then also the fact that Mortal Kombat is also coming to the Switch. 
So I, I was a little surprised with that because I figured, well, I know some games are coming to Switch, but not every game. But yeah, to hear that that game is also coming to Switch, that was a little surprising when I saw that news after when I got the press release about Mortal Kombat. So that's great for Nintendo. So by far, they had a great show. Um, Sony, of course. Yeah, I'll get into the awards. Two other quick things I want to mention. Far Cry New Dawn. Okay, this oh, game yeah. here. Now, now, I want to say about this game. I, I um. I, I Ubisoft, they had, you know, they're very slick with what they, the way they be using these words, where they talk about we're going to release less games. Because I remember when they released those game, all those games, you know, a couple of years ago, they were talking about we're going to release, you know, have less releases every year, and we're going to try to switch it up. Because I know that's what they were saying they were going to do with Assassin's Creed, and then they turned around and released Assassin's Creed Odyssey this year. So they released Far Cry Five. In March of this year, and now we're getting the new Far Cry in less than a year later. Well, almost a year later in New Dawn. Now, that trailer, from what I understand, is supposed to be an alternate version of what happens at the end of, of, of Far Cry 5, which is good. Um, but essentially, it's the same game, the same world, just built. You know, it's a, it's a, there's, some, oh, there's some differences to the environment, stuff like that. And obviously other antagonists, protagonists, so on and so forth. So I, I can respect that, but I have to say Ubisoft is very slick with releasing these games and then releasing pretty much the same game with just different different changes to it a year later. So <laughs> that, that was interesting. Um, we'll see. And, and, and there also is gameplay footage of that out there, just like how Ed mentioned that the Outer Worlds has 15-minute gameplay. I believe that there's also a 10 or 15-minute gameplay footage of, of New Dawn out right now um, on Ubisoft's uh, accounts. So, Yeah, just real quick, um, with Far Cry, like, okay, from a business standpoint, I guess it's smart to reuse these assets that you've already created and make something new so that you can make more profit. But they are kind of running the Far Cry name into the ground like it's becoming one of those uh names that just keeps coming like every year or every couple years or something and i feel like there's been way too many of them and i find it hard to keep up with far cry now um so yeah i think they're doing too much with it and really like they should do another blood dragon because like that yep. game alone you know like there was so many they, they made so many fans off of that you know, one mini game kind of thing. So I think they need to serve the that audience because there's a lot of people out there who probably don't keep up with the new Far Cry games. But if you announce a Blood Dragon, they're going to buy it straight away. So they should do, you know, a new, uh, new Far Cry. I, 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 I agree with that. And I will also add that not only that, but they definitely need to listen to what the fans want. People have been asking where the hell is the next Splinter Cell? I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I thought that announcement was going to happen at this past E3 and it didn't happen. So I don't have mind seeing Far Cry and Assassin's Creed. And we, of course we have the division also coming out in March of next year. That's fine. But where are the games people have been asking for Splinter Cell, especially, you know, so I would anticipate and, and hope that that is coming next year 
we already know Watch Dogs 3 is going to happen because they have already been teasing that that they are working on that is also. So that's fine. But um, yeah, we got to see more other games. I mean, it's okay, like you say, from a business standpoint to recycle assets, use them again. That's great. But we got to see these other titles. I'm tired of seeing the same type of game. Give me something different. So we'll see what happens. Um. A few, a few other things I want to mention. In regards to the show, I, I have to talk about this because I, I, I this is probably the thing that I was most disappointed uh, about with the show. The Xbox Winter of Arcade. Okay, now, obviously, Microsoft did not announce this at that, at that event that they had, the XO event, because they wanted to announce it and have the information come out during the game show, which is fine. But then we get to the actual game show, and we have an awkward interview between Jeff Kelly and Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer says, ah, we, we did okay. We can do a lot better. And he is 100% right. Xbox could do better. But in that little announcement that they had, with them talking back and forth, we just casually announced, yes, we have Winter of Arcade games. Uh, Ashen is going to be coming on there, you know, and that's it. You can check out the, the blog. I was disappointed in that because I feel like at the Game Awards – People are there to experience the actual show. So they should have showed, had a video, the same video that they have currently on the Xbox Wire site right now. They should have had some type of video montage to show you this is the this is the write-up for the, the, the Xbox winner of arcade. But instead we get it in a news post with no no uh no promotion whatsoever from Microsoft. And I got an email like, you know, I want to say about an hour ago while we were recording this show about the winner of arcade. But where the hell was this news at last night at the actual show? It doesn't, it doesn't make any kind of sense to me. Um, so, because they, they showed Ashen last night, but they showed it as coming to the Epic the Epic Store. Nothing about Xbox. And that game, when they first showed it, it was at, a, at, the, at the Xbox show, at, at one of the Xbox E3 events. So I think that right there, missed opportunity. I don't understand what, what Microsoft was thinking in... Um, I, I think they should have definitely, especially when this is taking place in their theater, in the Microsoft theater, they damn sure should have had some type of presence at that show besides the Forza uh, DLC. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's just my opinion. But uh, we'll see, because I know Ed would have said something about it, but he had to dip out. So, but yeah. It is what it is. So the last thing I want to say about the award show in regards to the awards themselves, um, I haven't finished Red Dead Redemption uh, yet. I do agree. It definitely deserves some of the awards it did receive. Um, I would have thought it was going to win Game of the Year because to me, it looked like it was going to be a clean sweep when they started winning the awards at the beginning of the show and then they kept winning the awards. I figured, oh, well, this is this they're going to definitely win Game of the Year. So I was surprised that God of War won, actually. Um, but I'm not hating on it. I just know I need to finish God of War, and I need to finish Red Dead Redemption 2, and then I can make a decision as to which game deserves it. But I will say Spider-Man not winning anything at all, I was very surprised with that because it seems to me like Spider-Man, it definitely could have won something. But for whatever reason, everyone thought that God of War was better and, and, and anybody can make the argument, yes, if this was a year, if God of War or Red Dead didn't come out this year, then yes, Spider-Man would have won something. And that's a valid argument to make. 
But um, as you had said, Gary, God of War is a game that uh, it feels as though it was designed with the intent of winning an Oscar. And really, when you think about God of War, the reason that it won that award is because it is a success story because we have heard in the past, this is a game that was supposed to be canceled, all this other type of stuff, and it had these development issues, and then it comes out, receives high praise, ridiculously high review scores, and then it wins this award. So that's why it won this award, because it is a success story in terms of what, what the state of the game was before to how it actually turned out. Now, whether or not it actually lives up to the hype, I don't know. I don't know. We have people that um, in our circle that say that it, it is by far the best game, that, that one of the best games released this year, but then they have also said Red Dead Redemption 2, that is the game of, 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 of the generation. So... Um, I don't know, but um, I will say, wasn't happy to see Spider-Man get snubbed, but you know, happy for Red Dead Redemption 2 winning awards, and happy that God of War won Game of the Year, even though I haven't finished it yet. I definitely got to finish both of those games, though, to see why it won that award and why Red Dead won all those other awards. You, you know what happened, though? This is what What's happened, that? right? So uh, when the when the Russo brothers came out and there was no trailer <laughs> for you know the Avengers game or you know a- anything talked about regarding the Avengers period when nothing you know was was mentioned by the Russo brothers, people said you know what let's not give them this Spider Man award like let's let's not make Spider Man win so that's what yeah. happened that's what really happened. <laughs> That's a good point. Yes, yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm joking, people. By the way, but <laughs> I agree. I agree, definitely. But um, there was one other thing I was going to say about the awards. Uh, yes, that award show was entirely too long. I mean, there's no reason for it to be. It needs to be almost a four-hour show. It, no, no. Because when they said the show was starting at 8.30, I thought they meant the actual show was starting at 8.30, but no, they had a pre-show also. And I, and I just want to say this. I don't want to be disrespectful, but I have to say this. In terms of what they can do to improve the show moving forward, number one, all of these ongoing games such as Fortnite and stuff, I don't think we need to see a trailer, like a world premiere trailer for something new that's coming to Fortnite or PUBG. That stuff could very easily just be online and not be a part of the show at all. Because it's like, I know that they're still working on the game. Obviously, I don't really think that's a big deal, though. I think when I think of an award show, I want to think of a new game getting announced. I don't really care so much about you making a big spectacle out of announcing something that's that's coming, like a new piece of content coming to an existing game. That's fine. But I don't think that that should be a, a big highlight for an award ceremony when really it's supposed to be known for the world premieres of new games. Yeah, they so, they did spend a lot of time on Fortnite. And I think, like, one of my criticisms with the Game Awards is, like, they want to be associated with every single popular thing in gaming. Mm-hmm. So whatever the most popular thing is, they want, like, they want it represented on the show, um, I guess, for ratings or, you know, whatever. So... That's one of the criticisms I I, I think I have for them um, because they did spend too much time on that game when, you know, it's a game you you can literally download it like right now, like anytime for free. 
Um, so, you know, we didn't need to see this much of Fortnite. Like, we want to see new stuff. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Because, I mean, that, 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 that's, I mean, I, I feel that that's the reason why you, that's what everybody will be talking about most. A lot of people are not going to be talking about. I mean, obviously, if it's a Fortnite fan, they're going to talk about that as one of their biggest uh, highlights of the show. But anyone else who was into these other games, they, they, didn't, they didn't really care about this is a new map coming to PUBG. This is a new map coming. I don't, I don't care about any of that. You know, I'm not saying that to discredit the teams working on the content. It's great, but it's not something that I would spend so much time on on that particular show. Yeah, and also, um, like, it's not like Fortnite needs it because I guess there's certain games where they kind of need that spotlight so that the content will be seen or whatever. Fortnite does not need it. Like, whenever they announce something new, everybody knows about it instantly. So it's like they don't need the Game Awards to, you know, make the masses aware of I agree. of the new content or whatever. So. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, without, without, without question. But, uh, yeah, they, 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 they definitely should cut down on that stuff in the future. And, of course, uh, musical performances. The Red Dead musical performance was, was excellent. You know, I mean, some of those musical performances were pretty good. So I give them credit for that. But uh, they definitely got to cut down on some of that other stuff. It's just too much filler in there um, that is unnecessary. And if it's a world premiere, it should be for a new game that no one has ever heard of or, they, you know, not something we already know. Yeah, and this that's ridiculous. But that's just that's just uh, one man's opinion. So, if people who are angry direct your comments towards me, don't don't attack Gary. <laughs> yeah, please don't yeah. attack me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, any other thoughts on the Game Awards before we move on to uh, the final main topic for today? Um, I I think that's it me okay okay Uh, i will say um maybe this was one of the better game awards because i remember there was a few that i watched that i stayed up for that were completely trash and you know (laughs) i was was legit mad that i wasted hours of of sleep uh but this one it was okay like you know it was okay yeah i i i actually would agree with that and maybe that's because uh, people know that there's not going to be a PSX this year, so they were really looking forward to this even more so because otherwise they would just be waiting for Sony to announce all of their stuff at their show tonight, which is what, which is essentially what would have happened if there was a PSX tonight. But um, yeah, I, I I do agree it was definitely better. I just like the terms of the pacing; they definitely need to improve that, make it a lot shorter because. Man, that was entirely too long. But uh, overall, a much better show. And some of the reveals were pretty good, but I still think Mortal Kombat, definitely by far the best reveal that I saw. All the Nintendo stuff, though, was great. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, definitely better overall than what we've seen in the past. So I have to give Jeff Keighley props on that. And hopefully 2019, the show will get better and shorter than it it was this year. (laughs) Indeed. So let's move on now to the final topic of tonight. And the one that I think uh, was something that a lot of people paid close attention to at the Game Awards. Um, So to open the show, they actually had Sean Layton, Phil Spencer, and Reggie Fils-Aimé on stage together. 
basically talking about the importance of gaming to throw away all competition aside and just to come on stage, talk about the fact that gaming brings people together. Um, and a lot of that was basically just them talking about this stuff. But there wasn't any formal announcement of them doing cross-play or anything like that. So I believe, Gary, you wanted to ask the question, does this signify the end of the console wars as we know them? Um, I do have some thoughts on this, but I'm going to go to you first. Uh, what do you think that this means with them being on stage together? Okay, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm very opinionated, but before I get to, <laughs> you know, what I think, I do want to say, first of all, like, I, I don't want to downplay the significance of this moment and, you know, what it means. Like, obviously, to all gamers out there and everyone who follows the industry and all the media people in it, that is a moment. It's definitely a moment to see Sean Layden, Phil Spencer, and Reggie Fizami, um on stage together, you know, talking, addressing the crowd and everything. That that definitely is a moment right there. Now, my thoughts on it. Um, I think it was definitely forced. It's a forced moment. It's not It's not 100% legit. It's not like these guys are going to crack a beer open together and enjoy the show together. Um, it's still business, you know. Um, and um, in my opinion, like if I'm going to dive deep into this, this is, uh, uh, this is compromising for Sony's image slightly because uh -oh. they've been they've been dominant throughout this whole generation and you know they've been seen in the positive light you know the whole generation and they kind of went back to their arrogant kind of cocky flair over the past few years um and this year like towards like the end well i would say from e3 onwards things have been slowly getting a bit shaky for sony now <laughs> um PS, you know, PS, uh, PlayStation experience was canceled. And then, you know, we get the news about them not being at E3. And, you know, there's also stuff like the PlayStation Classic and things like that. So there's a few questionable moves that Sony have made um, over the past few months, in my opinion. And, you know, with them canceling PSX and E3, to me, that shows that they don't have a lot, you know, in the tank. Uh, left especially for the ps4 um obviously they're probably focusing everything on ps5 you know we've we've discussed this already mm -hmm. um so i think you know sean Layden being willing to do this now is sort of showing the decline of the ps4 and the rise of the xbox brand because now that the, the, <laughs> the xbox brand is picking up steam and you know this moment is like it it's very telling to me because the arrogant sony didn't want any parts of you know they didn't want to be associated with anything else they just wanted to stay in their lane and keep being dominant they didn't mm -hmm. want cross play or anything like that now they're forced to do cross play um they're forced to play ball because now the xbox brand is slowly picking up steam games pass is a thing xbox uh the the backwards compatibility 
is is doing well you know it's it's a big plus for the xbox system um and you know there's a lot of positive things now about the xbox that's that's being uh shown in light now you know and sony is there there's they're they're tipping more on the negative scale right now so it's it's a very telling moment for me personally like that sony is now willing to align themselves and acknowledge you know um what we know as their competition but now it's like they want to they want peace and tranquility and i think it's very fake i don't think it's really it's still business at the end of the day they're still competitors no matter what um so i don't think it's the end of the console war doesn't mean the end of fanboyism maybe like maybe this signifies a moment of peace but <laughs> wait what am i saying it doesn't represent peace like the the fanboys are still going to troll like there is there's still you know that's still going to happen um unfortunately but yeah um yeah i i just think it's a very forced moment it was cool to see and it you know symbolically it it's, it's definitely a moment but I think it's very forced and it's very fake, in my opinion. So that's my thoughts. What do you think? Well, first and foremost, I think those are some some some, some great valid thoughts. Um, I think. Um, well, the thing about it is this: the crossplay situation. When this was announced, you know, when they finally, when Sony finally decided to cave in and, and, and agree to doing this stuff, because they were forced to do it. I thought that at that moment, that was when, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think they, I think they obviously just did it just to save face, but I, I do think that they don't intend to really do this stuff in the future. I mean, unless of course there is such a high demand for it. Now, one thing that I, I do know that Mr. Tony Polanco mentioned on Throwdown, and he made some very good point. The people who were complaining about a lot of these games not being cross crossplay. They haven't said anything about Call of Duty. They haven't said anything about 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 all these other titles that, by these big AAA titles, the Fallout, none of this stuff. They were only talking about Fortnite. So why aren't they talking about these other games? That is a question that, I guess, no one no one has an answer for. But in regards to, will Sony do this in the future? I don't know. It, it all depends on. Who gets behind that thing and says no? Crossplay is something that we need to have on all these consoles. So until that happens, I really think yeah they were just forced into that decision, and they just decided to go through with it because Nintendo and Xbox put pressure on them to have that in in that particular game. So we'll see if it happens for other titles moving forward. But as for Sony in their current position right now, this generation. Uh, I honestly feel like Sony is just preparing for next generation. Uh, all of these games that they showed us, yeah, they don't need to really show us anything else on The Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, all of this stuff. They just need to tell us when this stuff is coming out. And that's possibly why they didn't decide it. No, we're not going to have a PSX. No, we're not going to be at E3 because we need to focus on finishing these games. I even found it funny that Kojima didn't show up to the Game Awards last night and made it a, a point to send a tweet to Jeff Keighley saying, I won't be there, have a good show. Because Ko Kojima damn sure need to finish this game 
because every time we've seen him, he's taking trips going all over the world, all these different things, and yet where the hell is Death Stranding at? I haven't seen one gameplay trailer yet that was interesting. So yeah, they need time to work on this stuff. So I understand taking the time to focus on this stuff, but also is a strategy for them getting ready for PlayStation 5. Um, and I think that it's interesting because they have said on multiple occasions, yeah, we have plenty of PlayStation 4 games we haven't even shown yet. Those games are possibly going to be PS5 games so that, so that whenever they do announce the console and it comes out, it actually has a lineup of, of somewhat decent titles. You know, I don't really know what, what other titles we can expect. Obviously, there will be another Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know if that's... I would assume that will possibly be a launch game or in a, a launch window game for PS5 in the future. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, Sony is just chilling out, relaxing just a little bit because they've already shown too many of their games. Uh, too many things we already know are coming. So at this point, there's not really anything else for them to talk about or really show, which is fine. But Microsoft, yeah, Microsoft, I have to say, they did not really feel like they had a presence at this show at all because most of the games are coming to everything that was shown, with the exception of the stuff that Nintendo showed that is coming exclusively to the Switch. So I would say Microsoft, in my opinion, if we're talking about who looked the weakest at this show, I say it was Microsoft. Because even though the Forza Horizon 4 expansion is coming next week, and everybody is looking forward to that, it's like Game Pass, great. You can, you can play the games on Game Pass. That's good. When you think about what else did they really show, there was really nothing that stood out. Nintendo, far and far above anything else, they showed the most for their console uh, at this at this Game Awards show. And, you know, I guess that's what it is. Because since Nintendo, when you think about it, no, they had no game that was nominated for Game of the Year at all. So that's how they made up for it. They showed a lot of stuff for Nintendo, which is good for Nintendo. But yeah, um, Sony. So Sony uh, didn't really have a presence at the show, other than they won that award for for, for God of War, which is good for them. Um, and everything else was third party. But in my opinion, hands down, Microsoft, they did not have it. You know, they didn't really show anything. And, and even when, you know, when they had that little speech between that little uh, conversation between Phil Spencer and and Jeff Kelly, it felt awkward. Like this dude was just asking this dude, so how, how's Xbox going? Yeah, we, we had a pretty good year. Uh, we can do a lot better. <laughs> I, I could tell Phil was uncomfortable in that conversation. Um, but, you know, hopefully they are going to have more that they can show in the future. And, oh, yeah, they did have that crackdown trailer, which was very cringeworthy, I, I must say. But Microsoft. Oh yeah, man, the uh, Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, I believe during the Throwdown uh, show, you know, they, they were talking about it. They said, yeah, Terry Crews. They, they pretty much had. They're behind him heavily for this game, and really, that's all they have because we haven't seen hardly any gameplay at all. Nothing from Crackdown. So, yeah, I should be concerned about that, but we'll see what happens. But in terms of the solidarity between these guys, um. I do believe you are correct. This was this, this was for show, and the fanboy thing will never end because there always are going to be people out there comparing, saying, "Well, this console is the best console." I mean, because but but honestly, Sony has had an excellent generation. This this they have they they've done an excellent job this generation. 
in terms of the titles, they've had more exclusive titles on their platform. They have not done well with backwards compatibility. That is by far one of the worst things that they have 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 had this generation. Because PlayStation Now, as Charles said last week, is a trash service. So yeah, that's bad for them. And and then on top of that, that PlayStation Classic that you mentioned, I, everybody that I have seen write reviews for that all have said that it is mediocre. So. Yes, they have made some bad decisions, some questionable questionable decisions this generation, but they're still number one because of the, the games they've released. So I'm curious to see how that dynamic shifts next generation. And I think that Sony knows Microsoft has a lot that they're trying to do, which is why they are saying, okay, we need to hold off on what we're doing. Let's rethink what we're going to do for PlayStation 5. Make sure we come out the gate strong. Because they know Microsoft, they're going to have some, some, some real competition with them next generation. So we, we shall see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can agree with a lot of that. But I, I think ultimately Xbox's future looks more brighter than Sony's right now, in my opinion. Um, so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I agree. I agree 100% with that because... All the studios they acquired, you know, and then, of course, that Obsidian game looks awesome. I am aware that that Outer Worlds game is also coming to PlayStation, you know, but 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 the, but, but one thing that I was talking with Ed last night, and he raised a good question, is that Outer Worlds game, do they own that IP or it, because if they own that IP, then very easily, if it does well, they could do a sequel and Microsoft will say this is exclusive to Xbox and PC. So it's a very smart strategy. If they own that, um, yeah, because yeah. like what will happen if they own that? Like that Outer Worlds game can come out and it can be a phenomenon. Like people could love it, mm-hmm. and then if they say the Outer World Two is exclusive to you know the the next Xbox, whatever it is, a lot of people are gonna go there for that game. So. So You're yeah, right. that, that's that's like a good strategy right there. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and, and you are right. They they definitely, it, it, I do believe Microsoft. Not only do they they're looking very strong heading into next generation, but there's a lot of mystery behind what these studios are going to work on because of the acquisitions of, you know, you know Ninja Theory, so on and so forth. Everybody's going to be curious. What are they working on? And, and that's why I said, you know, we already know that Playground Games does a great job with Forza. We already know that 343 is working on Halo, Gears, etc. is being worked on by the Coalition. Not us, of course, the other Coalition. But, um, yeah, I think Microsoft, I agree with you 100%. They definitely have a lot of momentum heading into next generation. A lot of people are going to be interested because they know Microsoft is only known for Halo, Gears, and Forza. Now Phil Spencer is making an effort to create other studios, to go create other IPs that Microsoft would be known for. So it is very exciting if you're an Xbox fan to look forward to seeing what they're going to do next generation. No doubt about that. But I, I, I do I, I do notice that Sony has taken stock of this. And they are going to, I, I really do feel right now, they are thinking really long and hard about what they want to do for PlayStation 5. Because they know they are going to be coming up against some uh, very, very tough competition next generation. 
Because, I mean, yeah, we don't know what they're going to release next generation. Obviously, there'll be another Spider-Man game. Yeah, I think that's a given. There'll be another Horizon, and there'll be another God of War. But that God of War game, that, possibly, that is not going to be for a, a while. But aside from that, I don't know. Is there going to be another Uncharted? I don't know. Is there going to be another new IP that they work on? Because let's face facts. Horizon Zero Dawn, that IP... That was that was just a new thing that they was able to have success with for for, for for Guerrilla Games. But you know, the question is gonna be what other new IPs can they create for next generation? So we'll have to wait and see about that. But yeah, Microsoft they, things are looking very interesting for them heading into next generation. And I am very, very curious to see what they have in terms of these new exclusives when they actually do start to reveal them. Yeah, I agree. Yes. So. Yeah, that was a lot. There was a lot. Was, yeah, said 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 way too much in my in my uh my uh feedback. But uh. Oh no, you you you're laying it down forever. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll probably still get some people complaining about some stuff that was said, but it is what it is. You know, everybody is free to share their own opinions on Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. So. Any other thoughts you want to share before we get ready to uh, wrap up the show? Um, no, I think we touched on everything now. So, well, actually, very briefly, I want to ask: Do you want to say anything about the uh, Avengers trailer that we saw today? Oh yeah, good question. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> I am looking forward to the next uh, movie cast to see when that when you know when when you guys talk about that um uh get well to dana as well because i know yes. she's not doing too well but um yeah avengers for the trailer dropped today and uh man like the tone in that trailer like it just encapsulates everything like you really do feel like half of the universe has been destroyed like because you know the tone is just like off like it, it feels like there's a lack of life you know through you know in in that trailer like in the worlds and you know the various scenes like it feels like there's a lack of people there's a lack of life um so i think they did a good job putting that across that half the universe has literally been wiped out um and you know in terms of what it shows and what it reveals it, it feels like there wasn't too many like easter eggs compared to like other marvel trailers and stuff um and i guess they want to keep a lot of stuff under wraps still because this is a very secretive movie they've waited a long time before before even revealing the name of the film um so i'm sure there's going to be a lot of like secrets and, and things like that that they they didn't want to let go yet um but yeah, I mean, you could see that the the situation has really affected the, the characters. You know, uh, Captain America, Black Widow, uh, Tony Stark, especially at the start. Um, and it's good to see, you know, some of the returning characters like Ant Man, who apparently is now going to become something else. And um, you know, Ant Man is back. Uh, uh, I mean, I meant Hawkeye before. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, it's it's good to you know finally see that trailer 
and see the direction, the tone of the movie. Uh, ultimately, I mean, it didn't really give up too much, but I'm still excited for it either way. You know, even without this trailer, I was I was excited for it. And it's not too much longer now that we have to wait. So um, that's good to know. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I do feel like because uh, apparently there's a Spider-Man trailer coming. I feel like they yep. should have waited Tomorrow. for that. Yeah, they, they should have like wait. They should have delayed that trailer, to be honest, because obviously we know that people are going to come back. People are going to return. But they they should keep up the illusion, you know, just for because the, the casual people out there, they don't know about, you know, they don't know what what we know because you know some people aren't as geeky as us, so they don't know what we know about, you know, characters returning and how how it may or may not happen and things like that. So I think to keep the illusion going, they should like prevent, you know, uh, news and trailers about the other movies coming out that relate to the characters that were killed and stuff. Um, so that's my opinion on that, but either way, it'll be cool to see the new Spider-Man trailer. So we'll see. Oh yeah. But, but what's your thoughts? So, so I, I well, one thing I want to say right off the bat, based on what you just said, I, I, I do agree that um, it is a tricky situation to have all of those trailers drop uh, this close together. Uh, now I will say that I'll give Marvel some some slack here because I know Rams. He'll hear back this episode and he'll say, "Why is Rich complaining about this again?" So I'll give him some slack here, and I, I will say, "Listen, I, I, I'm understanding of this is a business." So there was already news that Ryan Coogler is writing and working on Black Panther two right now, um, and then of course there is actually a event tomorrow i believe it's in brazil i don't know if it's a film festival it's some type of event that's taking place in brazil and the trailer is supposed to debut there so that was already planned because they were talking about that since you know i, I first heard that news earlier this week and this was after the captain marvel trailer dropped which also dropped on monday so um yeah they, they i understand obviously it's a business so you can't keep all this other stuff under wraps. And I would even go so far as to say I have to give Marvel props for not outlaying all of their plans for phases four. Because I know a couple of years ago when they released, they had that, that huge event where they released and they showed everything that they were planning, all the movies that they were planning. They didn't even talk about any of these other movies because they made it such a, a, a main thing. Everybody needs to focus on what's going to happen in Infinity War. And maybe they will start to reveal some of that information after Infinity, after uh, Endgame, uh, you know, concludes. So we'll have to see about that. But as for Endgame, because um, I, I did, I did, I did look into this. The title, I think we we already knew that this title was coming because this was mentioned in the movies before. It was mentioned in the last Avengers movie when. Doctor Strange had that conversation with Tony Stark and said, we're in the end game now. And it was also mentioned in the first Avengers movie when, uh, you know, Tony Stark was talking about after they had they they, they, they had they had defeated the, the enemies who they faced in the first movie. He was talking about there were bigger things ahead. And that was the end that and that they were going to prepare for the end game. So they they mentioned this before casually. Um, so I'm glad they went with that title 
and, and I do agree, the tone is definitely darker than what we have seen. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my friend, um, Dustin, because I spoke with him about this trailer today. And you, the first thing he noticed, I laughed when he said this. The first thing he noticed is like, so I guess that Thanos killed all the black people because they, they, I didn't see any black people in that trailer. None of the black <laughs> characters were in the trailer. I said, oh, yeah, I guess that, I guess you're correct. You're right about that. Yeah, all, all the Wakanda people, they're gone. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I do know again that this was the first uh, trailer. You know they're gonna definitely have another one. Um, the movie is coming out April twenty sixth, so that ain't that far away. And it's funny because that is the exact same week that Mortal Kombat eleven is coming out. So that's gonna be a huge week for people who are into gaming and movies. Um, there's gonna be a lot of content to consume in that in that time period, but. Uh, I definitely have to say, listen, I'm glad Marvel dropped the trailer. Looking forward to it. Um, and anyone that has not caught up to all the other movies, you definitely should do that because, especially with Ant-Man, because Ant-Man was not in the last Avengers movie, and there is explained why he wasn't in that, in the Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, glad to see him return. Glad to see Hawkeye return. Um, so I'm very curious to see. And obviously, we know Captain Marvel is going to be in this movie also. But they're not going to release that trailer that shows her in the movie until we have seen the Captain Marvel movie first. So looking forward to that. But no doubt about it. Um, very exciting to see this trailer. And I'm very I'm looking forward to seeing which direction they go in with this particular story. And of course, who does not make it because... Some people definitely will die for good. For, for good, they've already said that is going to happen. So I'm curious to see who it is that actually doesn't make it out alive. But yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, definitely for sure. Either uh, Tony Stark or Captain America are gonna die. You know, one of them, or maybe even <laughs> both. But like, I think only one of them is gonna die. Um, so yeah, one of them is gonna go. Um, and I, I think it's Cap. And that's another thing, like, I, because he released his, like, goodbye on Twitter, like, his goodbye mm -hmm. message and stuff. And I, I think he should have held on to that, too. Like, just because, like, it feels like, you know, whenever there's a Star Wars movie or something, like, the illusion is kept, like, everybody is so quiet, like, there's no, you know, they don't, they try their hardest not to spoil or reveal anything. And I think that same respect should be given to this film just to keep the illusion going. So, yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 I certainly agree. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if that was just a uh, emotional response to it being the last day filming or if the character actually dies. Uh, so I guess they want people to question these things until we find out at the very last minute what it actually meant. Um, but yeah, I do think um, they definitely have to keep some stuff under wraps uh, even though we already know like I said, there are other movies that are in the works, so we do know that there will be some people that will definitely survive this, this you know everything that happens in this movie, but it's a question of what what the plan is. And then the other thing is, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, we already know about the issues with uh, the director of that movie and the fact that he is no longer on the movie. They never really announced what, uh, the, I guess that project is on hold now. So I'm very curious to know what are these other movies coming after this, after Spider-Man, 
in, in this movie. So they have quite a bit of things that they have to address and talk about. I'm just curious to know when we're going to get that information. And I would assume it's going to be sometime next year after Infinite, after uh, Endgame. We'll, we'll, we'll know what the future looks like for, for Marvel. I think they're going to have a huge blowout at Comic-Con. And that, that might even be when we first hear news about their plans for X-Men and you know these other yeah. properties. So. Oh, yeah. That would make perfect sense. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, cause that'll be right after... Yeah, because Avengers is, is out. Um, man, it's crazy. Uh, Captain Marvel is out in March. Avengers is out in April. And Spider-Man is out, I think, in July. It's either June or July. So, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of Marvel movies. Um, but, yeah, very curious to hear what their plans are. And looking forward to seeing what um, the future holds. But, yeah, I enjoyed the trailer. I just now, now I just want to know what's going to happen with some of these other characters. Um, so I will be patiently waiting for to see that movie when it drops on April 26th. And uh, perhaps you guys will get it earlier in the UK, perhaps. I'm not sure about that, but uh, we'll see. I hope so, but I have a feeling they might try and make it the same. Because I, I think that's what they did with Infinity War. I think they, didn't they push it up for you guys or something? Yeah, 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 they did. They did push it up. Because uh, it was yeah. supposed to come out the first week of May, but then they pushed it back to the following week. I mean, the week before, so... That's that's a possibility, yeah. Yeah, because I, I think to avoid like you know British people spoiling it for you guys and stuff like that, they might push it up so it's <laughs> it's the same. That, that 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 and I guess they I guess they want to emphasize that this is a global event when it happens. Um, so yeah, that that's I guess that's what it is all about. But I'm totally fine with that. That that, that that'll be here before before we know it because we we just flew by 2018 so. I'm pretty sure that April will get here real quick compared to that. So we'll see. But uh, so yes. Now, any final thoughts before we get ready to uh, wrap up the show? Uh, no, that's pretty much it for me. Okay, cool, cool. So definitely want to thank you all for tuning in to today's show. If you either listened later on the download or watch live, we appreciate your continued support. Um, I definitely want to give a shout out to a few individuals. First, first and foremost, definitely want to give a shout out to Dana Abercrombie. I hope that she feels better. You know, she is going through something at the moment, so hopefully she gets better. Uh, wish her well. Shout out to everybody on the coalition staff as well. Um, thank Mr. Edward for joining us on today's show. It was a good conversation. Shout out to Mr. Fergus Mills, Anthony Frazier, um, Tony Polanco, Mr. JJ, Jake James Lugo, uh, Tatiana, uh, pretty much everybody on staff. Just want to give them a shout out. Thanks for their continued support as well. Um, and uh, the floor is now yours, Gary, for shout outs. Yeah, so uh, first of all, Big shouts to our, you know, our Patreon people, M. Collins, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, Antonio Rogers, and Sean Gorati. We appreciate you guys very much. Um, and, you know, shouts to Ed for being on the show. Shouts to JJ, who will, 
he will be making his return to the co-op podcast very soon um so look out for that um and shouts to fergus mills who joined us in the chat just now oh so um yeah big shouts to to everyone man to the whole coalition staff uh to the throwdown team and uh we thank everybody for listening and rocking with us for for these 10 years um and yeah that that's pretty much it absolutely yes thank you for your continued support so uh hope that you all have a great weekend play some games have some fun relax spend time with family and we will talk to you all next week peace